Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Farley Martin, Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. I'm on this treadmill, working out from, please disregard the noise, but I have to get in and I've been up since about 2, 3 o'clock this morning. The Lord said my, on my heart, the word of agreement. You know, to how many of you know that to walk in the way we partner with God is to walk in agreement with God. Some may say, what is that? But we're going to talk about that here in a second, a minute, in a moment. But you guys already know. First, we're going to pray. Father, we just thank you for being together in the midst of us, Lord God. And Father, I pray that it's I open my mouth that you use my lips of clay to say whatever it is you want to say. I, I yield my members to you, Lord, and I walk in agreement with you. I'm not here to resist you, Lord, but I'm here to submit to you. For you say, whoever we yield our members to, that's who we're serving to. And Father, we give you the glory, bound in the praise, and you reveal to us, for the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth that you reveal to us your truth. And we thank you for divine revelation, Father, because our heart desire is to walk in a love relationship with you. So thank you for being in the midst of us, for speaking to me, for delivering us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, everyone. In Jesus' name. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. Today is another beautiful day. Live this September 15, 2022. This is a beautiful Thursday morning. And again, my question to you would be, are you walking in partnership? Are you walking in agreement with God? Oof. Amos 3 and 3 says, how can two walk together except they both agree? How can two walk together Except they both agree. You know, Jesus said, a house that's divided against himself, it will fall. A marriage divided will fall. A friendship, relationship, a partnership. Nothing works without the power of agreement. Right? God wants us all to come into the unity of the faith. Right? Nothing works without the power of agreement. Well, for if two or three should join together in his name, and, you know, we're coming together, the prayer of agreement, the prayer of faith, hmm, we got to be in agreement. we got to walk in agreement. Jesus said if you, in the first round, if you say that you have fellowship with me, but yet you still walk in darkness, then you are lying. The truth is not in you. So what does that mean? When he says that, that we say we have fellowship with him, but yet we still walk in darkness. Why? Because to walk in fellowship with God is to walk in obedience to God. Because we can't fellowship with someone unless we're walking in agreement with them. And this is the dissension. And this is what causes the strife. Because it's like when we're not with the vision, then we're in division. <laughs> How can two walk together 
except they both agree. Um, you know, Jonah wasn't walking in agreement with God because he wanted to do what he wanted to do. And when we don't walk in agreement with God, with his word, what does that mean to walk in agreement with God? Well, to walk in agreement with God means to walk in obedience with God. It means that, Lord, your opinion is my opinion. Lord, your way is my way. Um, Lord, I don't want my will. I give up my will for your will. So to walk in agreement with God is to walk in fellowship with God. To partner with God is to walk in agreement with God. And you know, and I put that post today on Facebook and said, Lord, I agree with you. I, I, agree, I agree with your word when it says that if I believe Acts 16.31, not only shall I be saved but my house. I agree with you, Lord, when you said the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. I agree with you, Lord, when you said I'm the head and not the tail above and not beneath, that we're the lenders and not the borrowers. I agree with you, Lord, that I've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. I agree with you, Lord, when you say there's no condemnation, when you say that if we abide in you and our word abiding, if, uh, uh, if we abide in you and your word abiding us, that we can act whatever we want, and it shall be done. Because, again, there you are talking about agreement. You're saying that if we abide in you, your word abide in us. Because when we abide in you and your word abide in us, only thing we're going to be asking is what you want for us. Right? I just simply stopped in for a second, for a minute, for a moment to ask the question. Are you walking in partnership with God? To walk in partnership with God daily. We must do what Proverbs says and lean not to our own understanding. But in all our ways acknowledge him because... We all know that in a partnership, you have to check with the other person. Otherwise, you're just going to be doing your own thing. And when you're in a partnership, you have to walk in agreement. Because if you don't walk in agreement, then it's just basically you doing your own thing. How can two walk together, except they both agree? And when we're doing our own thing, you got one person. The vision is divided. <laughs> The vision is divided. Right? The vision is divided, but we're not walking in agreement. How can two walk together? Will you partner with God? Are you walking in fellowship with God? Because to walk in fellowship with God is to walk in obedience to God. One of the things I heard the Lord saying, look, we're either walking in ignorance of God uh, or we're walking in rebellion to God or we're walking in obedience to God. Because none of us knows everything. So that's why I said walking in ignorance of God because the word of God says um, my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. And when we don't know something, that's not us being rebellious. That's just us being ignorant. We're all ignorant because it's some place, some point in our lives because no one knows everything, right? So ignorance is something that 
we can change by um, taking his yoke upon us and learning of him. You know, getting in the word of God, seeing what his word is saying, and walking in agreement with what his word is saying. Some of us are having trouble with relationships because of the pride that's in our life. Because when God is, when Jesus is not the Lord of our lives, then we become the God of our own lives. And, and when we become the God of our own lives, then we set the standard. <laughs> And when our standard is not God's standard, that's when we become the God, right? That's when we become gods. We become the God of our own life when we do what we want to do. And we don't care about what God says. Or we don't even take time out. When we don't take time out to get to know God, it's because we're not interested in God. And when we don't take the time out to get to know each other, it's because... We're not interested in each other because the Bible says that we must be friendly. We must show ourselves to be friendly to have friends, right? So we have to be intentional to be relational. And one thing I have found to be true is that we make time for what we want. So to say that we don't have time, we need to quit saying that and just say, I don't want to make time. Because we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And we get to pick and choose how we want to spend it. Because at the end of the day, life really is choices. So we have to prioritize our time with God the same way we, uh, we make time for people. We have got to make time for the Lord. If we want to say Jesus is our Lord, Jesus said, there's, you know there's no condemnation here, but this is a teachable moment, right? Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you don't do what I say? Because the, to Lord means to have rulership. You know, it's to do what he says. It's like a supervisor. We know when we go to a job, we're going to have a supervisor, a manager, someone. And their goal is to guide us and direct us in the vision of the mission, in the vision of the company. The mission, what is it we, I have a vision, but my mission, how are you going to accomplish the vision without a mission? What is your goal? Their job is to say, hey, this is how we do it and this is how it's done. All right. So to partner with God, we definitely have to make time for God. And if we want, life don't work right without a relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about being religious, but I'm talking about a relationship. I'm saying, you know, us being conscious of God's presence all day, every day, and all throughout our day. You know, praying without ceasing. Praying while you're washing dishes. Praying while you're driving the car. You know, God is mindful of us, the Bible says. So the same way he's mindful of us, we too ought to be mindful of him. Because when we don't acknowledge God, we ignore God. And that's the God honest truth. And, you know, Proverbs says, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, I need you to acknowledge me. And I will direct your path. Do not be wise. Depart from evil and do not be wise in your own eyes. Because, guess what? When we don't acknowledge God, we ignore God. 
And when we ignore God, we become wise in our own eyes. Because, and that's pride, because what we're saying is, God, I got this. I got this. I don't need your advice. I don't need to know how to do it. I don't care about what you're saying. I got this. How many of you know that the Bible tells us that without faith it's impossible? Please, God, we must first believe that God does exist and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. We have to have, we have to believe in a God that we can't see. Right? We just got to take him at his word. So I say to, to believe God is simply to believe God. And to believe God is to act on what he says because it's not enough to know what he says because until we do what he says, we're in rebellion because below it made obedience is still disobedience. Lord, forgive us. And a lot of times we forget that we're on God's time and we think it's our time. When the Lord said, I need you to do this now, we say, no, we're later, but we're not on our time. There may not be a later for us. When he say move, we need to move. When he say be still, like he's telling me now to be still. When he say to be still, you need to be still. Because guess what? God only has to grace what he has told us to do. We can only do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And when we're doing stuff that he didn't call us to do, we're going to have to work at the sweat of our own breath. It's not by might, nor by power, but it's by his spirit, says the Lord. Right? We can do things our way, or we can do things, which is the hard way, or we can do things God's way and learn how to rest in him. Learn how to rest in him. My question to you is, are you in partnership with God? You know, we get in partnership with people, but my question is, are you in partnership with Jesus? We have to partner with God to see the miracles of God, because to partner with God is to walk in agreement with what he says. The Bible says the signs and wonders will follow his word, not our word, but it's his word. And he created us on purpose for a purpose, with this good purpose in mind, so we can live on purpose, fulfilling his good plan and purpose for our lives. We're not an afterthought. We're here because it was God's idea. He created us on purpose, for a purpose, with his good purpose in mind. Before the foundations of the world, the Bible tells us that God knew us. And I don't know about you, but my chase, my seek, my knock, is all about trying to find out what it is he knows about me. He tells me that I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. He tells me I'm more than a conqueror. He tells me I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He tells me that he loves me. And not only did he tell me, God is God of action, but he showed us. Because the Bible says that the way God proved his love for us is that when we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. That's how he proved his love for us. And the way we prove our love to God is by obedience to God. Because Jesus said, if you love me, then obey me. Keep my commandments. His word has got to be our commandment. His word 
has got to have the final say-so in our lives. We can't say things like, God, I don't care what your words say. Hmm. A minute and a moment. And sometimes, most of the times, we're not saying that, we're just doing it. Because when we ignore God, we don't acknowledge God. And he's coming to us and he's saying, listen here, David, I saw what you did. I saw what you did, King David. Right? He sent the prophet to tell the story. And when David realized that it was him, he quickly repented. But he knew all along what he was doing wasn't right. But I'm so glad that God loves us so much not to leave us, just leave us alone. That when we refuse to hear him, sometimes he'll send someone else to say what needs to be said. Because sometimes there is a way that seemeth right. Because, you know, we have our plans. Men have their plan. Men have their way of doing things. And it, and it seems right and it looks right. And it looks like it's okay, but if it's not what God is saying, it's not right. And, and it's not okay. And it doesn't matter what it looks like. See, to partner with God... Our opinion must be God's opinion. To partner with God, we have to give up our way for his way. To partner with God, we have to surrender our will for his will. Daily, the Father Paul says, we must crucify our flesh daily. So I don't know about you, but I come before you again today, Lord, and I just surrender. I give up my will for your will. My way for your way. And Lord, when I open my mouth, I ask that you speak through me because you said whoever we yield our members to, that's who we serve to. If we yield it to righteousness, it's unto God. If we yield our members or use our body for evil, it's, it's unto the devil, right? But I yield my members to you because... How many of you know that we have to be able to trust God to rest in God? You know, Jesus, when we learn to trust God, we too can sleep in the boat. We too can sleep in the center, in the midst of the mess, in the, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the crisis. And when we learn to trust God, he keeps our mind at perfect peace when we keep our mind stayed on him. Well, what is it to keep our mind stayed on the Lord? By meditating on what he said. What is God's promise to you? What are you believing God for? Find out what his words say. And get in agreement with him. Partner with him. Walk in fellowship with him. Partnership. Can't have partnership without agreement. But we say we have fellowship with God. But yet we still live a lifestyle of darkness. To walk. This is our daily lifestyle. If we live in a lifestyle of sin, if we live in a lifestyle of rebellion, that's the lifestyle of darkness. He said we are lying, the truth is not in us. And we can't come up with this excuse where God understands. No, it's not about God understanding. It's about we understanding that we're in rebellion when we're not doing what he said. How many of you know that when we don't care about what God said, not only did we become a God unto ourselves, 
But we, isn't that what the devil did? I will exalt myself. What we do is when we don't care about what God said, we exalt our will above God's will. And we do exactly what the devil did. And God says, he resists the proud. But he gives grace to those that are humble. What is humility? Humility is our obedience to Christ. When we come in submission, when we come up under his authority, walking in obedience to what God says. Because we're either walking in ignorance to what God says, or we're walking in rebellion to what God says, or are we walking in obedience to what God says? Because he that knoweth to do good and do it not for him is sin. So for me to sit here and say, God, I know, I hear you, but there is no but from God. He's saying, if you know and you hear me, then you need to do what I say because delayed obedience is disobedience. And until we do what he says, we're walking in rebellion. We're walking in disobedience. There's no condemnation, but we have to say the truth so we can be set free from the lies of the enemy that holds our mind captive. Right? Jesus said, if you, if you continue my word, you're all my disciples indeed, 8 John 32. And you should know the truth. And the truth will set you free. What is it that God's truth sets us free from? God's truth sets us free from the devil's lies that holds our mind captive. Romans tells us to be not conformed, be you transformed, Romans 12 and 2, but be you transformed. But first we have to present our body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. And be not conformed to the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of our mind as we change our way of thinking to God's way of thinking. Then we'll change our way of living to God's way of living. You know, we're saying, yeah, God, I know I'm living in rebellion, but I'm going to get it right. But first, let me do this. You know, Jesus, he said, he said to the rich young ruler, come follow me. He told me, he said, come follow me. Once a while, first I need to go back and bury my father. Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. He's like, in other words, you know, Jesus said, if you love your mother, your father, your children, anyone more than you love him, you're not worthy to come after him. Why is this? Because when we love our mother, father, children, or anyone else, husband, anyone else more than we love God, we will compromise when it comes to the word of God, the way of God, the will of God, and the things of God. Hmm. I'll just sit there for a second, for a minute, for a moment. Can you just take a second out of your day, a minute, just to even think about God? Is the only time we think about God is when you need help. Well, God said, "Guess what? I'm a present help in your time of trouble." But you know, if we acknowledge God in all our ways. Sometimes we can avoid some of the trouble. Because he knows the way in which we should take. He's our rock, our refuge, right? He wants to lead God and protect us. And, you know, I wrote a book years ago called Exposing the Devil Devices. You guys can pick it up on Amazon or on Hearst and Nobles. And as I was writing that book, the Lord began to say, listen, when I tell you to do something, it's 
It's not because I'm trying to take away your fun. It's not what we think for our children. We used to think that about our parents, right, when they didn't want us to do certain things. But he said, listen, when I'm saying don't do this, do this, don't do that, do this, that's for, not only is that parental guidance, but I'm trying to protect you from the evil. Because, see, God is already in our tomorrow. He's not confined by time. Right? That's for us. <laughs> He's already. That's how he was already in the fire before Shadrach, Meshach, and Amenigo got in the fire. Because, see, he's a present help in our time of trouble. We must be able to take a stand for him at all times. We must continue to hold up the banner, the word of God. And we must be willing to proclaim and to say what God says. Because when we choose to live for Christ, we're going to be persecuted. But if we love the opinion of men more than we love the opinion of God, are we not a man pleaser? Are we not a servant of men and not a servant of God? When we choose, the Bible says, to live for Christ, we will suffer persecution. People are going to talk about you. Same way they talk about Jesus. Same way they talk about you. How many of you know that those same demons that was here in Jesus' days are still here in our days? Devils don't die. They didn't die. <laughs> those same demons that persecuted Jesus is the same demons that will persecute God's children. They persecuted God's son. They're going to persecute God's children. I'm getting ready to get off here in a second, a minute, a moment. You guys, thank you. You have walked and burnt 100 calories on this treadmill with me. So I'm going to stop and go do some more exercises. But I thank you for joining in. And again, I just want to leave with this question in mind. Are you walking in partnership with God? To walk in partnership with God is to walk in obedience to God. The only thing God understands is, is that we're doing what we want to do. We say, God understands. We say that because we want to stay living in sin. But God, the only thing God understands is that delayed obedience is disobedience. And it's better not to know than to know and not follow. Because now that we know, we become responsible for what we know. Okay, so once I have knowledge of the truth and I refuse to do the truth, then that's just simply called rebellion. And God is not walking in agreement with our rebellion. And just because he'll grace you for a season, there will come a time and a point where he may send a prophet through and say, hey, enough is enough. Like he did David. Like he did King Saul. Like he did Jonah. Jonah, he came to visit Jonah. There will come a day. For should we continue in sin so grace can abound? God forbid. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. My question to you is, are you walking in fellowship with God? Are you partnering with God? Are you partnering with the Holy Ghost? Because the power of God is released in our obedience and our faith in God. For these signs shall follow God's word. These signs and wonders shall follow 
Nothing could be impossible for them that believe. When we believe that God is the God of the impossible. So my prayer for you today, for me too, is that we will walk in fellowship with God all throughout our day by being conscious of his presence, by being obedient to his word, and by understanding and knowing what is it that I have that I did not receive. Every good and perfect gift came from God. So how can I think that I'm all that and not give the God who gave me all of that, all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise? Remember, to be relational, you have to be intentional. And it's going to cost you something to be relational. Learn to listen. If you say, be quiet, be quiet. If you say, be still, be still. If you say, move, move. All right. There's no condemnation here. Um, you guys hit that subscribe button. You guys subscribe to my podcast. Help support my podcast. Um, and um, Share the podcast also, please. And you guys be so blessed. Be so encouraged. And I want to say to you is to keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout this wonderful, 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 beautiful, beautiful day which the Lord has made us. Expect good things to happen for you again today because that's the only thing God has for us is good. Okay? All right. I'm getting ready to end it here. Be blessed and encouraged.